0: today's readings on the presentation of our lord speak to us much about i think the nature of hope where do we look when we're going through a dark time in order to find hope an astrologer once said the higher i look into the sky the more empty my life seems to become here on earth and i heard that i never forgot it because it was His experience was, the deeper I look into the sky, as big as the cosmos are, the universe, the more insignificant my life becomes in comparison with something so big. And when I heard that, I understood another comment I'd heard from another man. He said, the reason that modern man cannot find God is because he doesn't look low enough. The reason modern man cannot find God is because he doesn't look low enough. God reveals himself to us in the details of our life. I think so does hope. And I recently experienced this in a way that really converted my heart. You know, it was a Friday afternoon and I thought I would just kind of check out the news, see what was going on in the world and in the church. It wasn't a good idea. Like I said, I'd be on there for like five minutes and an hour and a half later, I finally shut the computer down and I couldn't believe how empty I felt. I don't know if you ever feel that when just you've been watching the news for a while, you turn it off and you just get this deep sense of hopelessness, like everything's in so much chaos and you have no control to change it. Well, that night I went over to a young family's house for dinner. And as I was sitting around the table, at one point, one of the little boys got up. And he went over to his mother and whispered in her ear. And then she looked at me, and she, she said, he would like to go to confession with you right now, but he's a little nervous to ask. And I was like, I looked at him, and I was like, you want to go to confession right now? And it was the sweetest thing. He, he just kind of sighed and shook his head, and he said, yes, I felt the need to go for some time now. He's like, you're seven years old, man. It's like, you haven't been... Cognizant of your own being for like more than a year at this point. But he wanted to go to confession. And so we went in another room. And when I was watching this seven year old boy look at his life, look at his heart, and see what are the ways that I can change myself so that I can get in better alignment with God and with my family. I've never experienced such a moment of a manifestation of God's grace like right in the present. And I remember the thought hit me so hard at that at that moment. That even if the entire Catholic Church all around the world and in America were to fall fall apart, the faith would still be preserved in the heart of this one child. The faith Would live on in him even if it fell everywhere else and suddenly I was filled with the deepest peace and gratitude and hope for our faith and when I walked out of the house that night I felt just like Simeon you know like when he when he saw Jesus Christ in his hands so now Lord you may let your servant go in peace for my eyes have seen your salvation and I couldn't believe how different my attitude was. Just three hours before that, looking on the internet, looking at the news, looking up, and feeling so hopeless and empty. And then right then I look down, right, right at life, right manifesting itself right in front of my eyes, and suddenly I'm filled with hope, with joy, uh, peace, and overcoming of God's presence right in front of me. The reason modern man cannot find God is because he doesn't look low enough. In today's gospel, the reason Simeon is able to recognize Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, when he enters his temple for the first time in 400 years, is because he was looking low enough. You think about it, everyone in Jerusalem, thousands and thousands of people, are praying for the coming of the Messiah. That's why they're coming to Jerusalem, praying for salvation, for God to manifest himself. God has been away from his temple for 400 plus years since the Babylonian exile. They rebuilt the temple, but God, they've never experienced him coming back. And yet the very moment, the pitiful, mo- pitiful moment when everyone has been waiting for him, when the Messiah comes back into his temple, almost everybody misses it all but two people simeon and anna only those two see it why did everybody else miss the moment perhaps they were looking too high perhaps they didn't notice they were looking so much for the messiah to come in full fruition in full bloom They they couldn't notice the seeds of redemption that were being planted right in front of them. That's when I realized how easy it must be for us to miss the manifestation of God's presence in our own lives when our vision is too big and too high and therefore detached from the present moment. That's the question we can ask ourselves today. Is the way that I'm looking at the world, the way that I'm looking at the church, the way that I'm looking at my own life, is it filling me with a sense of hope? Or is it bringing me towards despair? And I think the difference between the two is how big my vision is. The higher we look, the more detached we are from the present moment, the easier it is to lose hope. And the complete opposite is true the more I become engaged in my life where I'm at at this present moment the more I can become filled with hope as I see myself moving away from that moving towards the place I want to be if you think about that it's, it's like that with every single goal in life hope is what takes us through the journey to get to the end of what our goal is but hope manifests itself in the seeds of redemption that are planted along the way. Think about it, if you're on a diet, you're trying to lose weight or gain weight. It's always easy at the beginning because you start dropping immediately. If you say you want to drop weight. But if you keep focusing too much on that weight that you want to get at, you're going to lose hope. Because there's going to come a lot of times when you're not moving at all. When you're not going to notice yourself getting a lot closer to that mark. And that's when people give up. The way that you actually keep a diet steady is you have to get more and more involved with the present moment. Like one exercise at a time, one meal at a time, one day at a time, one pound at a time. And then what happens? Instead of thinking about that end goal all the time, your vision is filled with this present moment, you can see the adventure, the whole journey as you're getting closer and closer to where you want to get. And it's the same thing with relationships. You know, it's like people get have problems in their relationship and they have their, an idea of what exactly they want it to be, they wish it should be. But if you're too focused on that all the time and that vision is too detached from where you're at in your present moment, that's when it's easy to lose hope. Because you won't see it moving. That's why you gotta focus on the seeds of redemption. What are the little things I can do, accepting where I'm at in the present moment? What are the little gestures, the little words, the little things I can stop doing in order to fix this relationship? Get us one step closer. The lower you look, the more your vision becomes filled with potential. And it's like that in the spiritual life too. Every single one of us should be praying the rosary every day. It's one of the biggest things the saints teach us. Pray the rosary every day. So I always ask people, are you praying your rosary every day? Most people say no. That's okay. What about praying one decade of the rosary a day? Just ten Hail Marys. Too much. Okay, how about three Hail Marys a day? Just for for one month, I'm going to make the resolution. I'm going to get on my knees. I'm going to say three Hail Marys every single day. Those are seeds of redemption. Little steps. But they can grow to something so big. Tell families, how much time do you guys spend in adoration? In the last month, we have adoration every day here. And we have First Friday adoration, 24 hours. How many times have you come in to be before the Lord? if you give one hour of your time a month to come with your family, to kneel in the presence of Jesus Christ present in the Holy Eucharist, one hour, that is a seed that can grow so deep within your own family to rebuild you into Christ in a way that you would never believe. And it's just one hour, like one little seed, Sometimes our vision, if it gets too big, we see all the saints around us, all the sacrifices they make, all the, the, the deep spiritual life they lived, and we, we see it as too far from us, as detached from where we're at, and then we think we can never reach that. It all begins with the seeds. And I think that's the biggest temptation of the devil, especially with the media that we're all involved with in the, the time. It's to fill our minds with such, so much of the big picture, which, with the disorder that's all around us, that it makes us lose hope in the present moment. Well, what does Jesus Christ manifest Himself in Jerusalem today? As a seed of redemption in the presence of a little child. Right? And that's why in the old days, the churches would always be dark whenever we celebrated this Mass. Everything would be dark and everyone would have candles. And sometimes, when, and it's manifesting a very great truth in life that when we're going through a hard time, so often we want just someone to turn on the lights so we can see everything as it is, know the whole way, the journey to the end. But that's not how God works. He comes as a little light, as a candlelight in the darkness to show us one step along the way, just to give us enough light to take one more step. And that's how we slowly gain our way to redemption. But that's the secret. The closer we look at what is right in front of us, the more proximate our vision of life is, the more our vision will be filled with hope and the ability to get to the next step. And In a sense, that's why we all love sports so much. Why is it that everybody can sit, most people can sit in front of a TV for hours on end watching a game of football and never think twice about how much time is going by? And Why is that? On a psychological viewpoint, it's because it's so proximate. Everything's happening right there in front of the TV. You have your timing so you know when it's gonna begin and when it's gonna end. You know there's only two teams, the goals are there, the line, every single yard means something. And everything's revolving around that ball. So, because it's so proximate, everything matters. And because everything matters, we're absolutely engaged in every play of it. That's why every single one of us is going to be very attentive to every single play of the Super Bowl game today when we watch the 49ers destroying the Chiefs. <laughs> one play at a time. No bias. But we do that because it's so proximate. And remember, the opposite is true. So that when our hope for where we should be gets too far detached from where we are in the present, that's when we can lose hope. Kind of like a Seahawks fan right now. Mm, low blow. If I'm a 49er fan, I have to dig at the Seahawks at least once in the homily. Father Brad's going to be like, why were the collections so small this week? Father Nathan like, I don't know. No one came to Mass. Actually, they all skipped for the Super Bowl. I'm a bunch of sinners. <laughs> Despair can happen when what I hope for is too con- disconnected from where I am. And that's when I can give up. It's like one quick story. When I was running with one of my seminarian buddies, we were doing the whole levee for my rectory. So we went down to the levee. It was like six miles around the levee. And we were running back to my house. And it was like a beeline straight down the block. And at one point we were both very tired but he asked me how much further we had to go and i made the mistake of giving him an exact answer and i said about eight blocks and the moment i said eight blocks he threw up his hands and he stopped and he said i give up not going another step now had i said it was just a little bit further just a couple more blocks he would have had the strength to do it but because I set a limit that was further than what he could hope for he gave up and that can happen in many different things in our life if what we hope for is too too detached from where I met in the present moment so the more proximate my vision becomes in the present moment the more I see the seeds of redemption and the more my life becomes filled with hope The reason modern man cannot find God is because he doesn't look low enough. If you find yourself tempted to lose hope in anything in your life right now, try looking lower, whether it be in your family, in your marriage, in your work, in your own spiritual life. Where are the seeds of God's grace being planted all along the way that's going to keep you going? And remember, hundreds of people were in that temple that day, maybe even thousands. Only two recognized Jesus Christ when He came in there, the one they were all longing for. Only two recognized Him. Question is for us, do we recognize the coming of Christ in our own temple, in our own time, when He comes body, blood, soul, and divinity on this very altar to join us here? Does our vision become filled with His presence? Even though He doesn't come in all His glory, with all the angels and all the whips and bells and whistles, He comes in the form of a seed of redemption, in the humble form of a host. But if I recognize Him here in this church, in the midst of whatever chaos I'm going in my life, then I too can say with Simeon, now you may let your servant go in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation, because Jesus Christ is right here with you.